apocalypse has returned. <laughs> it's the Smoking Hot Toddcast sixth anniversary special with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Miranda, Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Pork, Sheila. D.A. Williams, and Orson Welles, and featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. And away we go. Welcome, Toddcasters, to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast 6th Anniversary Special. This week, we're celebrating six years on the air, which is incredible. And to top it all off, today is our season finale, which means we are wrapping up Season 7, which, in my opinion, did not exist. Season 7 went by so incredibly fast, made my head spin. But here we are. We're at the end of Season 7, but never fret. After a nice summer break, we'll be back with Season 8. Eight of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Who knows what a new season will bring? But we gotta wrap up season seven first. And it's nice to be doing a, a regular episode this week after the, the chaotic episode that we had last week. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, we did a very special live episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Uh, I was so excited about that episode. You have no idea how much I was looking forward to it. Um, if you don't know what it was called, it was called Building Plan 9. And it, this whole episode was based around uh, the historic bad film Plan 9 from Outer Space. Uh, it's one of my all-time favorite bad movies. Miss Pingrino had never seen it, so what we were going to do was base a whole episode around her seeing it for the first time. And in addition to that, we were building a model of one of the flying saucers, the terrible-looking flying saucers that you see in the film. A couple of years ago, uh, a company pulled, put out uh, model kits for you to build of those, and we were going to build the model and watch the film, and uh, it was going to be a lot of fun. And we did that. At 8 p.m., we, we were promoting on, the, on all our social media pages that at 8 p.m. on Thursday night, we were going to be live on Facebook Live, uh, building the model and watching the movie. And at 8 p.m., we went live on the Hot Toddy page on Facebook Live, and we did an hour and a half. We wrapped up at 9.30, and at 9.30, we hit finish... And the thing expired. It nothing happened. The thing was destroyed. We don't know what happened. I don't know if it just if it wasn't working from the very beginning or it started to work and it just stopped. Regardless, though, the entire episode was lost. So at 930, well, we spent well, first, we spent the better part of a half hour trying to just get the episode to see if it was still there somewhere in the, you know, in the files. Couldn't find it. So at 10 o'clock. Miss Pingrino and I went live again. This time, of course, it worked, and uh, we did the the live episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast, Building Plan Nine. Luckily, the model uh, it didn't require glue anything. They all just all the pieces just snapped on. So we undid all the pieces, put them back out, and then we came back live and did the episode. And instead of watching the entire movie again, we played some of the best clips from the film, and uh, we got our reactions to it. So it was still a lot of fun. We still had a lot of fun. It was a great episode. Uh, it was a fun night, definitely an eventful night, and uh, we had fun. And that's all that matters, is that we had fun. I've always said the second we stop having fun doing this show is when we stop doing it. We don't do it anymore. And that applies for all the, the YouTube shows as well. If When we stop having fun with them, we don't do them anymore. So, But we still had a blast. And we even agreed that really the second run was the best. I mean, we, we looked at the first one as a 
rehearsal. We rehearsed from 8 to 10, and at 10 o'clock we went live, and uh, I, I, we had a lot of fun doing it, and that's all that matters. And we hope you enjoyed it as well, watching us build uh, that weirdo-looking flying saucer and, and enjoying some of the famous clips from that famous film, Plan 9 from Outer Space. But now, it is time to get on with the season finale of the Spoken Hot Toddcast as we celebrate six years. We're going to take a look at some of our favorite moments from this season, and we'll be talking with some of the Toddcast team members, and who knows what else could happen. I don't know why, but something tells me something strange is going to happen. You never know what happens on the season finale, so let's get into it. Here now is the sixth anniversary special of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. You're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Why, why does it feel like this year hasn't happened? Does anybody know? <laughs> I don't know. This is for it's the, already, what, June? It is. This is for the room. Ms. Pingrino, do you know why this year didn't happen? Mm. This is audio, so you have to say words. I'm trying to do something. Oh, please. sorry. Oh, she's busy doing things. She's busy. Sorry. We'll get to your part later. Yeah, you didn't schedule this time for her, I, I guess not. No. No, we're here with Miranda. Say hello, Miranda. Hello, Miranda. There you go. Gonna Starting off wrong. That's fine. That's fine. It's a season, Always wrong. It's a season finale. Anything goes, right? That's what they say. Yeah. Yeah, it's confusing because we celebrate... We're celebrating six years on the air this week, but it's the end of the seventh season. It's always confusing. It's always I know because there was always that that two and one. We did the we did we started the show in the summer, mm-hmm. and then we came back that fall. So there were two seasons in one year, mm-hmm. and it was confusing. So we're always a number behind in the anniversaries. So I don't, I don't know. So we had so this, this is the sixth year, seventh anniversary. Sixth season. No, this is the sixth anniversary, the end of the seventh season. Yeah, that's what I said, right? Did she? Yeah. It sounded like I don't remember. I it didn't sound right in my head, so that's why I said no. But it's it's whatever. It's numbers. We've been around, we've been around the block, we've done some things, and we're here now. Yeah, we've done some stuff, so we're here now. It doesn't fucking matter. How was Vegas, Vegas? Oh my gosh, it was amazing. You went to Vegas for the second time. Second time. First time it was closed, which was last year, same time. And then this year we went, and Vegas is back. I feel like it's pretty damn open at this point. Oh, it is fully open. Yeah. Everywhere is open. So did you get to do everything? Mm-hmm. What did you um, do? All the casinos were open. All hey. of the bars. All of everything was open. Did you go on any shows or anything? No. Most of them were either canceled or sold out. Really? Mm-hmm. That's some bull. My parents went. They they saw Penn and Teller. How? What? She always calls when we're recording things. <laughs> it's just incredible. Anyway, uh... My parents saw Penn and Teller and David Copperfield, but they like to be bougie like that. Uh, of course. Yeah, I would. I would. I don't know. I'd like to see Penn and Teller, not so much David Copperfield, but that's just me. I'm more into Chris. Uh, Chris Angel. He's there too, isn't he? He's there, but he canceled all the shows. Why? Because of COVID? I don't know. I didn't ask him. <laughs> I didn't expect you to run into him somewhere and ask him the question. No, but guess who was there filming? Who's there? Um, Gordon Ramsay. Really? For what? Mm-hmm. What? Well, uh, it was at his fish and chips location. Oh, okay. So he was he doing. Has, 
three restaurants that we seen. Right. And he was at one of those. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So did you did you see him like physically? No. Mm-hmm. No, we are where we were walking by, and I looked over yeah. and I was like, um, "That's film equipment," and because they had, were outside staging, right? And then we couldn't get anywhere closer to the door. <laughs> they said, "Stay fuck, stay as far fucking back as you can." Gordon Ramsay's in here cooking up a storm. We don't need you here. Exactly. That's I was like, come on, come on, come on, please, please, please. So we went to In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> when in doubt, go to In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> Which we we all love uh, Gordon Ramsay in this house. So sure. It was, it Gord- was cool. But. Gordon Ramsay's a national treasure, and he's not even American. He's a, yeah, I was going to say, he's not even our he's national He's not treasure. even ours. But well, well, neither was Alex Trebek, but he's a national treasure. That's true. He's he's he, he's dead, you know. I know, I know. <laughs> oh. You should have phrased that as a question. Is he dead? Phrased it as an answer. Uh, oh, oh, you should. That's right. Answer in the form of a question. What is he's yeah, dead? Yeah. Well, we know he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Trebek for three hundred. <laughs> who 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 died? Alex Trebek. Is that the question? Who was Alex Trebek? Who was Alex Trebek? <laughs> that's oh, that's, that's sad. That's really bad. That's sad. Why, why, why would you bring that up? That's a really that's a really you brought that that's up. a really mean thing to do. To, to, that's a disgracing Alex Trebek's I image, there, Miranda. Yeah, how could you how could no, you do that? That's he's awful. He's dead. He doesn't care. You should feel bad for everything you said just then. I don't. It was all you. I did nothing. You did everything. And he's dead. He doesn't care. I guess not. Uh, some other things happen. Uh, you you now have a high school graduate in your family. I do. Yeah, summer graduate. Her daughter summer graduated, and she's going yep. to UT. Yep. She's That's going incredible. Pre veterinarian medicine. That's amazing. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. How it's much? Terrifying. Exa- how much is the tuition? Stupid. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All those checks will be written it out to stupid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, out to I hope this make I hope this finds you well, uh, UT. <laughs> I, I hope you know we are we already gave you plenty of money when Daniel went to college. That's there. right. We've been through enough as it is. No, I I'm still paying off my UT dues. Listen to me, paying them off. They've been put on hold thanks to the pandemic, so I don't got to pay anything. But. Boy, it there's nothing that accrues interest faster and better than college debt. Yeah, um, but luckily she's not going to be living on campus. Oh, that's good news. Oh, she so can come home, right? That. Right. Mm-hmm. Is she? Is, did, well, I guess she's still going to split time between you and, and your ex-husband's house. Is that what it is? No, she's actually going to live on her own. Oh God! But but it's it's. It's still close to family. Right. Like it's family owns. It's like a mother-in-law house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So she's still still getting at her own, still mm-hmm. having that on her own, but still close enough to where, hey, if she yeah. needs families right there, it's fine. Exactly. It's all good. Yeah, because it was like $7,000 a semester if she lived on campus. <laughs> and I said no. No. No, no yeah. thanks. That's yeah. good. No, UT uh, Tennessee already says we make too much. Oh, okay. To qualify for mm-hmm. most of everything. Right. 
So I was like, yeah, I'm not paying you guys 7000 for a dorm room. I remember that. Per semester. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I remember that. They were like, eh, we'll give you the, the, the lottery uh, thing, mm-hmm. but... Uh, yeah, you all make too much money for anything else, so get the fuck she, away from us. We don't, she doesn't you? get the lottery or the Tennessee Promise. What, she doesn't get the lottery even? I thought everybody got the lottery. That's what everybody said, too. Is everybody supposed to get the lottery? What happened? When did the rules change? When everybody started to get the lottery. Well, that's bullshit. That's the one thing that's helping people in school. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, and then, so, she just graduated high school, and Evan is starting high school. Oh, my God. It's so too extreme. leaving high school, one going into high school, like one will start college, and then when she leaves college, he'll be going He'll start college. college. Oh, God. Well, you know what? It's better to do it that way. Think about my parents, because when I started college, my sister was in elementary school. <laughs> when I finished college, she was... In middle school, no, she was in no. high. She was in high school, starting hi, starting high school, uh, and then they had to do the whole thing over again. Okay. And they've yeah. had to deal with a lot more with her than they did with me. <laughs> I can I can always pat myself on the back with that. Like, hey, I was less of the problem child, so I'm happy with that. I'll take that. All is well. All is well. Uh, it's it's the way it should be. I I always come out smelling like a rose on the other side. And she gets shit on because whatever. <laughs> I'm the favorite kid, so I don't know. Well, there you go. Well, so am I. That's what I'm saying. I'm the favorite. Yeah. So that, that's, it is what it is. Yeah. Which I don't understand why, because she's going for medical medical school and i'm and i make this i make this show uh that's basically what i do so i don't know which is kind of funny because this is what i do too yeah yeah i mean this is this is what we do but you know what that just means we're creative and talented and so that's 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 the way it rolls that's what brings it in that's why we're the favorite because we're loaded with personality we win all over wins right there that's right well I guess we'll move on now to uh, my favorite moment because that's what we do on the anniversary show is we talk about some of our favorite moments that all of you... It's all about your favorite moment. It is. Well, it's my show. It's my favorite. Do you do you remember one moment from this show? I've left it up to you all before and you guys couldn't <laughs> think that, of any. You, you Exactly. You all couldn't think of any. So I was like, all right, fine. Yeah. I'll do my favorite moments of you all then. So that's, that's what I do. And then never think of them again. Well, that's true. We're done with them. We move on to the next thing. But I keep up with them. And so <laughs> my favorite thing was from the first episode of this season when uh, we did Karen's in the Wild. Do you remember that? Maybe. Okay. It was from the f- first episode, which was called It's the End of the World as We Know It, because yeah, through the summer we had social unrest. The Karens ran rampant. COVID was running rampant. It looked like it was the end of the world at the beginning of this season. So we did a sketch about Karens in the wild where we were like, we're like Karens are in the jungle. It's like they're in the jungle and we're observing Karens in the wild and their reaction towards people. It's coming back to me. Yeah. I just can't remember. Well, your, your part, the part we wrote for you was fantastic. And so that was my, oh my God, I think a ghost touched me on the shoulder. It felt like somebody put their hand on my shoulder. 
That's scary yeah, as hell. I guess. Oh God. I'm sorry. Karen I just was coming to calm you down. No, they don't calm anybody down. I know. They're the worst for that. <laughs> but but no. So but your part in that was hilarious. So that that's my favorite moment of, of yours. So we're we're gonna play it after we get done here because it was a it was a hilarious it was a hilarious sketch. <laughs> you played a couple Karens and it was great. Have you ever Karened before? Uh -oh. Um, I am basic and white, so yes. But you don't have short you, you, you don't have short hair though. There's it's, I used to, remember? Oh god, that's true, and it was almost like the, the short it weirdo It was like it was like the Queen Karen. Yeah. Oh god. So yeah. I, but see I, I do the Karen like I do Karen but nicely. <laughs> uh like I, I want the manager. Like that. And me and the manager's gonna have a good little talk. But but no 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 one's screaming no one's no racial profiling anybody right that's important and you don't but, uh, you don't treat the employees like shit you, either you, no, you 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 no. you're not rude about I, I've been it an employee. No, yeah there's no way you you're not rude about it you just you just, no. you just need to speak to no, somebody I'm quick I'm quick to call a manager okay name names where have you called the manager we need to know this just in uh -huh. case we get sued. <laughs> We'd ruin your chances of ever going into anywhere ever. Yeah, no, I need to just all go to these places. Well, but no, it's usually like I'm always justified. You know, I feel I'm justified because it's always a situation that needs to be corrected. Okay, it, it, like it's it, not me nitpicking not something. It is something that, and I can give one instance. Um, yeah, I was at Target, and I found this really nice coat read the signs because I'm one of those I will read the signs because I worked retail and I know that things get misplaced read the sign had the label on it said it was $20 I was like okay we're out of season it's probably on clearance or something get up there at coat ring up $80 what the hell I was like Wait, hold on what <laughs> but the tag said 20 well the, the sign said 20 oh okay Sign posted that I read, right? And it made sure that it matched. Yeah, and it was a very see. Target uses very little words in their signs. They do. So it was just like mm -hmm. the product name, right? You know, the t the name brand or whatever. Yeah. So, and the, the little cashier, super super awesome, was like, "I can't do anything about this." I was like, "Well, let's talk to someone who can," you know, and they called a manager over. And I said, hey, you know, I definitely understand that things get placed wrong, but let's go look and right. see what, what happened. <laughs> oh, no. So we walked over there, and sure enough, the sign just said the name yeah. brand, because it was like Universal Threads or sure. something, like brand, right. and it's $20. Oh, Didn't say what it was, anything like that, and there was multiple on that tea stand. Mm -hmm. So that manager was like, pulling that sign off, but you're getting it for $20. Oh, snap. Okay. So that's... I was like, all right, let's do this. And I love that code. It's, it's hanging up right over there. Right. right. Well, okay. That's not much of a Karen situation because no. you, you handled it very well. You didn't go mm -hmm. off. You didn't no. cause a scene. You didn't end up on the internet, which is always a bonus, in my always. opinion. Always. 
And, you know, it was an inconvenience for the people behind me. But Target is so good about that. Like, if it's going to hold up, they, like, drag people out of the back to run registers. They're like, hey, go over here. Target's all about it. Walmart. it was only, like, probably five minutes out of the way for everybody. See, that's the thing about Walmart. Walmart's got to get their act together because they have 500 lines and only two people work in them. So it's like, you know, or, you know, uh, cashier. What's the word I'm looking for? Checkouts. They have, yeah, checkouts. Oh. They have 500 checkouts and like two people and two of them, and that's it. And, and then now they have the corrals where you just yeah. ring up your own stuff. And and then that's starting to get backed up because everybody's doing that now. So you you can't win. But no. at, at Taco Be- Taco Bell at Targets. I don't go to Taco Bell, so I don't know. You don't go. You don't, and you don't buy jackets at Taco Bell either. At Target's a little different. They give a shit. They figure it out. Yeah. Target, by the way, is not a sponsor, but sponsor us, Target. Well, they, could be. they could. Hey, Target, sponsor the Smoking Hot Podcast. Or we'll, we'll call you Target. We'll make you. We'll make you fancy as shit on this show. We'll make you fancy and French. That's Target. right, Target. Well, there you go. Well, Miranda, happy anniversary, both your marriage and the Smoking I Hot Toddcast. Isn't that weird? How your your marriage and the Smoking Hot Toddcast now have very close uh, anniversaries. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Makes me happy though, because we we did the we did your wedding as an episode last year, which yep. doesn't see, it doesn't feel like it's been a year since we've done that. No, no, and I'm happily to say it's, it doesn't feel like I've been a year married either. See, so that's that's, that's a wonder, that's wonderful news. That's that's very good. It means things are working out. Uh, lost my train of thought. Hey, <laughs> I see, I see you don't have it. <laughs> happy sixth anniversary, Miranda. Here's here's Karen's in the wild. Hello and welcome to Karen's in the Wild, the show that closely observes Karen's interacting with other human beings. We see this Karen in her natural habitat, a restaurant. She has just finished her meal, literally ate every bite of her food, but you guessed it, she is not satisfied. So, how was everything? Uh, well, other than the fact that the noodles were soggy and the sauce tasted like paste, and the service was awful. I mean, I guess everything's great. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Is there anything I can do? Yes. I'd like for my meal to be free because it was all unacceptable. Well, we can't do that, I mean. You ate everything, so there's no proof that it was bad. Now the Karen unleashes her mighty roar. I'm going to need to speak to your manager. The windows rattle, the floor shakes, and the knees tremble at the sound of the almighty Karen. She unleashes herself onto her prey, and sadly, this waitress had no chance. We find our next Karen on the streets. She's hovering around people, trying to live their lives. Excuse me, excuse me. Um, yes? It's illegal to sit on that bench. You know that, right? Um, well, it's not, actually. It's public property. I can sit on it if I want. No, no you can't. This is a private bench reserved for employees of this business only. You can't sit there. Lady, it literally says public bench on the back. I don't care what it says. 
I said it's private, so get up. Okay, I'm not gonna get up because I don't have to. Either get up or I can call the police and they can pick you up. Okay, call them. All right, I will. Get that phone out of my face. You have no right to film me. It is illegal to do so without my permission. Ah, yes, the most well-known Karen defense mechanism, saying that it is illegal to film her. Unfortunately, it's the weakest defense the Karen has because it actually isn't illegal. I can film you if I want to. No, you can't. Now the Karen is using her most desperate defense mechanism, the shove directly into the phone. She thinks by doing this, she is coming off as tough. However, she has just committed a crime, which is ironic because she just accused her prey of committing a crime. That's assault! That's assault right there! I don't care! He attacked me! Take him to jail! He's committed so many crimes! This is where the Karen has given up, because she's now playing a victim, even though there is proof to the contrary. Um, ma'am, I saw the video. You're gonna have to come with us. Sadly, that Karen did not get to feast. Our next Karen can be found at an apartment complex. I'm sorry, I don't know you, I don't know who you are, I've never seen you, so how do I know that you live here? This Karen is speaking to a fellow tenant of whom she has never met. So because of this, she is standing her ground and marking her territory by automatically assuming that this person doesn't live here. Therefore, she is not allowing them to come inside. This woman won't stop speaking, so we can only hear one side of the conversation. I'm just doing this to protect myself and the other tenants. Do you have any ID? Can you prove that you live here? I've never seen anyone that looks like you come here before. Oh, did I mention the person she's talking to is a different race? Well, I'm sorry you don't like this. Maybe you should go back to where you came from. Yeah, yeah, sorry. All lives matter. Unless, of course, we're talking about bashing gay people because I thrive on that, so they don't matter or immigrants, or Democrats, or millennials. I think you get the picture with that, Karen. She's nuts. But if you think she's bad, just wait for our final Karen. We'll find her at a grocery store. This Karen is trying to be muzzled by Wranglers, but she's putting up a fight. How dare you ask me to put on a mask? You are violating my constitutional rights. There is no law that says I have to wear a mask. Ma'am, you're gonna have to leave if you don't put it on. So let me get this straight. You're not gonna sell me all this stuff I just picked up because I won't wear a mask? That's correct. Nazis! That's what you all are, Nazis! Bill Gates and George Soros is doing all of this to us and you don't care. You're going right along with it. Do your research, know your facts. The Karen is putting up a huge fight, and she uses one of her most deadly weapons against her attackers, her social media facts. She spews out her venomous takes on Bill Gates and George Soros, which will slightly confuse her attackers for a second, but then they bounce back just as she hits them again with knowing their facts. Now they have no idea what's going on. Is this the end for the Wranglers? When you wear a mask, you're breathing in your own antibodies and carbon dioxide and Rick and Morty and Batman and Texaco, and that causes gayness to happen. And just like that, the Wranglers are back on track. Get the fuck out of the store! Fine, I'm never shopping here again. 
And just as the Wranglers throw the Karen out of the building, she hints at a looming danger for the future, the lack of her business. Thus once again proving that Karens are some of the most vicious creatures in the world. That's it for this week. Join me next time as we take another rousing look at Karens in the Wild. You're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! Did you tell him about the poop explosion at work? The poop explosion? At my work. Oh. Wait, there's a, you had a poop explosion? Incident. I didn't have Well, no, she didn't have it, but she, she walked in on one. Well, now, remember, you have to start with the week or the day before I'm, I'm gonna start when with you the were day sick. Before. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So, day before, why is Sheila not in camera? She's she's never in camera anymore. It's always a ceiling light. It's a ceiling light? It's always okay. a ceiling light now. <laughs> anyway. This is what the pandemic has turned her into. Yes, a ceiling so. light? It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, so the, so, um, the first, this is the day before. I go into work. I had forgotten to take my medicine, so I was, like, sick to my stomach. I had thrown up a couple times, which, of course, they had to send me home because they have to. It's just the rules now. Um, so I... It took me, like, a day and a half to kind of get over that and get back on my medicine um, for it to stop. So I go in the next day to work. Still not feeling that great. Still feeling a little queasy-easy. And... I was doing okay. I was like, I got this. It's fine. Everything's going to be great. We're about halfway through our day, and I'm like, all right, time to go to the potty. I've drank about four bottles of water. I got to go. Let's go. All right. All right. I I, uh, walk in and almost just projectile vomit everywhere because the smell is so bad. So it's it's so bad. Like I don't know if y'all have ever been around somebody who's had C diff, which is like an intestinal d- d- the virus. No, I have never heard of that, so there's no way I've been around someone that's had. Okay. What's it called? C diff, C and D I F. Um, I was like, you know, like you got dicked by the sea. No. Like, <laughs> no. Oh, no. So um, it's normally like a an. In- intestinal virus somebody gets normally in the hospital so it's excessive it's really bad i mean it smells like pure death is coming out of somebody okay so this is what i'm smelling i immediately have to like can we back up for a second how come you all don't have your own personal bathrooms (laughs) because we're not allowed to we have to have a men and a women's and that's just what it is no like employee employee bathroom no we're not allowed to have those anymore why Ultimately, because people could still use them. They're in the same area. And some sort of regulation. I don't know. We have to have one for men and one for women. And we only had two. So they took the employees one and made it whatever sex the other one was not. Um, so anyways, I have to run out of the bathroom, hand covering mouth, because I am literally about to just spew everywhere. Um, but before... I could make it too far. I go back to the pharmacy because my pharmacy manager had gone to the bathroom right before me. And I'm like, oh, my God, did you just use the bathroom? Or, like, did you just go into the bathroom? And she goes, yeah, but it wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, no, I didn't think it was you because you took all of two seconds in the bathroom. 
I meant more how could you stand it to like go in there she's like I just kind of held my breath uh tinkled and then ran out and I was like okay wow um so I go up front I'm like here we go I hate to tell you but there's a poop explosion and you've got to clean it I will watch the front <laughs> while you know that it wasn't like just in the toilet Oh, because I saw before I sh- about spewed. I saw it. It wasn't. I'm, I'm going on, it to wasn't just this. Okay. It wasn't just on the toilet, was no. it? No. So I thought maybe at first it was just you know someone pooped, wiped too much, it overflowed, <laughs> and that was the situation. That was not the situation. The situation was more somebody ran in, couldn't hold it, bent over, and when they bent over, it just. Boom! Mm. Oh my God! So they they, they exploded. Yeah. They did over the toilet seat and over the floor and a little on the wall. <laughs> on the walls. Is it on the wall. On oh, the walls. Just a little bit. They they didn't cut the wall too much. <laughs> And then that would have been too gross. So they had tried to clean it up themselves <laughs> with toilet paper. So there was just a wad <laughs> of dookie. <laughs> there was a wad of dookie toilet paper in front of the toilet, just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> so I go up front. I tell them, I'm like, dude, you got, you got to clean it up. It's bad. It's bad. You have to clean it up. And <laughs> She, which I kind of take a little bit of offense to this, she goes, well, you know, I was walking to the break room, and I thought it was coming from the men's bathroom, stuck my head in, and that was fine, so, oh. but I just kind of figured you were in the bathroom, and I was like, excuse me? Damn. Like, Slow I know, burn. I know I have dropped some deuces in there, but, I mean, this literally smelled like death. Um, so she goes in, she makes it one step into the bathroom <laughs> before she comes out and she almost pukes. Um, so she is now putting on mask after mask after mask after mask simply to block the smell. <laughs> so she, she gloves up all the way up to elbows. I mean, she's putting like booties on to protect her feet she gets it all cleaned up. They bleach everything. The walls, the toilet, the floor. They bleach it all. And yet the smell lingered for three days. Three days. They, they bleached it. They Lysoled it. We, our manager was put like... Put on the air. It's on the air. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. We'll put it on the air. We probably Here should have go. called... Uh, like, Ghostbusters. No, like, like the hazmat. Yes, yeah. that because we do have a hazmat people. He was like, well, you know, because they probably were super sick. We probably should have called hazmat. And I was mm. like, well, it's too late now. Mm. Oh yeah, you came home after that. You could have spread whatever that was to me. You suck. You might get the the poo plague now. Well, I could have had the poo plague. I didn't. But thank God. But was funny was you, you threw up the day before, thought yes. you were better, and then you threw up after that. I did. I threw up again after that. I threw up in the pharmacy because <laughs> the smell was so bad in the bathroom, I had to take the trash can in the pharmacy into the back corner and upchuck. Uh, because had I upchucked in the bathroom, it just would have been continually. It would just it would have it never would've... stopped. <laughs> so... There is my poop explosion story. Oh. It was, uh, yeah. Well, it was, and Todd thinks it's hilarious. It's the greatest story ever, ever written. 
It's the, the greatest. It's, I mean, move over, Jesus Christ. There's a new greatest story ever told. Uh, I was not well for a few days because of that. <laughs> that's horrible. It's funny, though. It really wasn't funny. <laughs> Hershey squirts again. That Make, was more than a Hershey squirt. That was a Hershey hurricane is what that was. That was a chocolate oh, fountain. Goodness. Chocolate fountain. Well, that's true because, you know, at Golden Corral, the chocolate fountain never stops. It keeps going. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly how I was, Sheila. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's more gross, the chocolate fountain or Golden Corral? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it wasn't that funny, but... No. Hi, I'm Emily Fleming from Good Mythical Morning, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Spoken Hot Podcast. Well, my next two guests need no introduction. They're probably the most popular, next to maybe Miss Pingrino and Miranda. It's my two good friends, Ollie and D.A. Williams. Welcome, gentlemen. Well, thank you, Hot Toddy. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's really exciting. I am the apocalypse. Um, really exciting, uh to be here celebrating six years of the smoking hot podcast you all right ollie yeah i did you guys hear that i hear what yeah i didn't hear anything i sense something a presence i've not felt since well anyway guys it's great to have you here as always so how did the uh, seventh season of the show treat you overall well i enjoyed it a great deal minus all the apocalypse stuff of course that guy was ass couldn't agree more da i'm glad he's out of the running as well But even with all the craziness, we managed to find some fun times to have throughout the season, and my favorite moment featuring you guys is no exception. Hang on. Something isn't right here. What do you mean? I just have this horrible feeling that something awful is going to happen. What's going to happen? I don't know. It's just... it's just a feeling. I think you're a little paranoid. It's the season finale, weird things have happened before, but I don't think there's anything to worry about now. Yeah, as usual, Ollie, you're being a horrible bore. So let Hot Toddy finish, what do you say? Will you two listen to me? Something is off! I can feel it in the air! Oh, for fuck's sake. Ollie, would you calm down? Everything is fine. No, it's not! I'm telling you, I sense a disturbance! Who are you, Obi-Wan? Shut up! <laughs> Ollie, would you take it? Shut up for a minute. <laughs> Ollie, you're misled. Nothing bad is going to happen. There has been no sign of anything bad going to happen. You're just being paranoid. Sup? <laughs> I am not paranoid. I'm telling you, something is very wrong here. You know what? Something is very wrong. And that's your face. Listen, Ollie, I don't know what's going on, but we'll talk about it later. Right now, it's time to introduce my favorite moment with you guys from Season 7. And it's actually a moment that we all three share together. It's from Christmas time, when we sang the 12 Days of COVID. Oh, yeah, good times. So here we go. My favorite moment featuring Ollie and D.A. Williams, the 12 Days of COVID. I'm telling you, don't ignore this. It could mean the end of us. Uh, let me get you in contact with someone who cares. His name is D's Nuts. <laughs> you suck, Ollie. Ollie. 
On the first day of COVID, my true love gave to me a massive shortage of TP. On the second day of COVID, my true love gave to me two Karens complaining and a massive shortage of TP. On the third day of COVID, my true love gave to me three travel restrictions, two Karens complaining and a massive shortage of TP. On the fourth day of COVID, my true love gave to me four quarantines, three travel restrictions, two Karens complaining, and a massive shortage of TP. On the fifth day of COVID, my true love gave to me five curbside pickups, four quarantines, three travel restrictions, two Karens complaining, and a massive shortage of TP. On the sixth day of COVID, my true love gave to me six feet apart, five curbside pickups, four quarantines, three travel restrictions, two Karens complaining, and a massive shortage of TP. On the seventh day of COVID, my true love gave to me seven mental breakdowns, six feet apart, five curbside pickups, four quarantines, three travel restrictions, two Karens complaining, and a massive shortage of TP. On the eighth day of COVID, my true love gave to me Seven mental breakdowns, six feet apart, five curbside pickups, four quarantines, three travel restrictions, two carrots complaining, and a massive shortage of TP. On the ninth day of COVID, my true love gave to me nine murder hornets, eight Zoom calls, seven mental breakdowns, six feet apart, five curbside pickups, four quarantines, three travel restrictions, two carrots complaining, and a massive shortage of TP. On the tenth day of COVID, my true love gave to me. Ten sanitizers, nine murder hornets, eight Zoom calls, seven mental breakdowns, six feet apart, five curbside pickups, four quarantines, three travel restrictions, two Karens complaining, and a massive shortage of TP. On the eleventh day of COVID, my true love gave to me eleven face masks, ten sanitizers, nine murder hornets, eight Zoom calls, seven mental breakdowns, six feet apart, five curbside pickups, four quarantines, three travel restrictions, two Karen's complaining, and a massive shortage of TP. On the twelfth day of COVID, my true love gave to me twelve canceled plans, eleven face masks, ten sanitizers, nine murder hornets, eight Zoom calls, seven mental breakdowns, six feet apart, five curbside pickups, four quarantines, three travel restrictions, two cares complaints.
complaining And the massive shortage of TP Hot Toddy. Hot Toddy. You're tuned into the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this soup make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. The Smoking Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. Hello and welcome to the final Ollie Report of the season. I'm Hot Toddy, and just yesterday, President Biden announced that June was to be declared as a national month of action for vaccines. We wanted more details on the subject, so we sent Ollie back to our nation's capital to nail down the story. So without further ado, here is the one and only Ollie. Ollie, how are you, sir? All right, no Ollie. I'll hang up. Goodbye. Oh, hello? I guess Ollie isn't there, so I'll have to hang up. Hey, I'm here! I'll probably have to hang up. I don't hear him, and he's probably not prepared anyway, so... Alright. Goodbye, Ollie. Hello? I'm here! There's no Ollie. Crazy, you know? He wants to do this report thing, and when we call him, he's not there. I mean, I've had it. Hello? Ollie, are you there? I'm here! Shut up! Hmm. I guess he's not there. Why would he waste my time like this? Hey! Hello? Hello? Is Ollie there, please? I'm here, you idiot! No Ollie. Well, I guess we'll have to move on then. What the fuck is your problem? He might have fallen asleep. Let's see if we can hear him snoring. I'm waiting, but I don't hear anything. Hello? I'll hold on for 30 more seconds. He must be taking a shit. Or really, he better be dead. That's really the only excuse I'll take at this point. But maybe he's in the bathroom. I'll, I'll accept that, I suppose. But let's wait 30 seconds. I'll count down. 30, 29, 28, 27, 26, 25, 24, 23, 22, 21. How does that sound, you moron? I've been sitting here. I was on my other phone. 20, 19, 18. Don't worry, folks. I'm sure he'll make it in time. I have faith in him. I mean, there's a lot going on in Washington these days, so he, he probably got held up. But this is dramatic, though. Of course, if he is pooping and he took in reading material, we may not be so lucky. 14, 13, 12... Hello? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6... Ah, man. I wanted to hear from him. It's the last report of the season, after all. There won't be another one until September. I wanted to get one more good one in before we wrap for the summer. Stupid! One, zero. Let's see if he's there now. Ollie, one last time. Are you there? Hello, stupid! Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! I waited for you! What is this hello stupid stuff? Clean your damn ears out! I've been here the whole time! Baskets! Well, I didn't hear you. What were you doing? Listen back to the whole recording. I've been here the whole time. Were you in the bathroom? Were you pooping? Did you hear me go to the bathroom, you dunkles? What are you talking about? I was trying to talk to you and you weren't there. And because you weren't there, we've run out of time to talk to you. 
But if there's a quick report you can give us, we can get it in real fast. I'll give you 10 seconds. Go ahead. I have been here the entire time. I do have a report to share, and it's rather important. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Zero point zero. <laughs> Bye. This is insane. You're always gagging about me not doing a report and doing it accurately. I finally do one because I get it. I suck sometimes. And after how I blew up my best of segment, I thought I would do a solid and make the best report of the season. But now look at you. You're pretending to ignore me, acting like you can't hear me, and now you're playing me saying shut up over and over and over and I'm over and shut up, shut up. All right, Ollie, what is it? What do you got? Shut up! Shut up! Really? Sorry, look, I'm in a goofy mood. It's the season finale. We're about to go on break. I'm just having a good time here. Well, uh, all right. So, shut up! President Biden has declared. Shut up! Look, get your vaccination and you can go back to living your life, okay? We good? Have a great summer. We'll see you in the fall. Peace out, bitches. God, I love that kid. We'll see you next season. That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. Okay, three, two, one. We're here. Hi. Hi. We're here with Miss Pengrino now. Are you busy? I don't want to keep you if you're busy. Nope. I was talking to you in, in Miranda's segment. You said you were busy. I didn't want to interrupt if you're busy. Shut up. I was paying a bill. Miss Pengrino's here, and uh, we're going to talk about her the shit. The has returned. <laughs> Did you hear something? No. I swore I heard something. No? It's... Cue bad joke. I feel it coming along. No, no bad joke. Ollie and... But Ollie said he heard something weird earlier when we I was talking to him and DA. Mm. So, I don't... We got ghosts. Maybe it's ghosts. Oh. Who knows? Maybe we'll see a ghost at some point in this episode. Who knows? Uh. How are things? Well, they're pretty good. Yeah. I got a little sun today. Oh, yeah. You went swimming. It, uh, guys, it wasn't sunny. But I got sun. But you're you're also you're also made out of mashed potatoes. Uh, yeah, I'm iridescent. Yeah, I, I I pretty much glow. You glow. You are made out of glow <laughs> sticks. So I got a little Bernie burn. Yeah, it's a little baby one though, so not bad. Still could be, still could not, you know, get burned too. Lies. You could just not get burned. You can just not go outside and get burned. No, we had a pool day. It was fun. What do you want? What do you want from me? What do you want from me? What, what are we to... talking about? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no. Why is it when I'm always working with you, I gotta burp? I don't know, but you do it on every episode, man. Of everything. Of everything. Shows like Get Real. Let me tell you. Stump Hot Toddy. Just the dumbest. Played out. And the flagship show, The Smoking Hot Toddcast. 
all under the banner of Super Fuzz Productions. Located on the Super Fuzz Productions YouTube page. And here on SoundCloud. And here on MixCloud. Wait. And here on Apple Podcasts. Wait. And here on Google Podcasts. Wait. And the all-new Quad Pod. Wait. And anywhere else <laughs> that this show may show up on because it's on a bunch of podcast sites. I can't keep up with them all. Are you on Spotify? No, I'm just, that's the one I'm. That's that's a goal is to be on Spotify. I can't, I can't figure out how to get on Spotify. Hmm. Or maybe I am on Spotify. I don't know. There's a chance I may be on Spotify because when we put it through SoundCloud, it sends them out, you know, to all these places. Yeah. So we might be on Spotify. I just don't know. But anyway, uh, we're on these other channels, yeah. and uh, we're talking to you, Miss Pingrino. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're a Pudnos, no. and uh, Teebs the cat is Kurt. And Fluffy. And Fluffy. And we're going to talk about your favorite, well, not your favorite moment. Again, I tried to give this job to you all in the past to pick your favorite moment from the season. Yeah. And then you all can remember the season. <laughs> you all can't remember sketches or anything that we've done throughout the season. So I just too said, many. So I just said, fuck it. I'll do it. So my favorite moment, can you guess what my favorite moment of yours is? Uh. I'll give you a hint. We 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 uh, we reiterate it a lot. We say the 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 closing line all the time with each other. Can you guess? Sometimes I'll just say this, and it was the closing line of a sketch that you did earlier in the season. There's a lot of lines, people. There's a lot of lines, and I. But what what's the line that I'm always quoting to you, and that you quote back to me after I do it? Because you laugh. You think it's funny. Cause Bitch, it's fun. are you for real? Okay, that's not on this show. That oh. was on some of the other shows. But it's still a good one. Okay. No, let me give you the, the, the hint that will give it away. I can't. I can't. No, it's when you played the president of the National Uvula Association. A little backstory behind that, if you remember this sketch, and when you hear it, you'll understand why. Uh, the sketch is about you thanking Cardi B and Megan The Stallion for making the song WAP because right. for the first time in a long time the uvula's gotten attention the, the uvula yep. was getting attention <laughs> and that's that was the sketch idea so at the end of the sketch I wanted her to go with her tongue move her tongue rapidly like that <laughs> you know like that, hate that because <laughs> hate that and sound. I don't really know why because I don't think it had anything to do with the song it's I don't think they do that in WAP <laughs> no I think you just wanted me to do it I, I don't know why but anyway she she can't do it so she, I can't, so, I can't. <laughs> so what you heard was a literal take it was a it was a it was a blooper essentially but it stayed in because I loved it so much she went bye I can't I can't bye <laughs> I can't. Bye. And that's how we ended it. I was like, no, we don't need a second cut. We don't need a second take. That's perfect. And so that's how this sketch ended was with that. Was blattle, blattle, I can't. Bye. And that was the sketch. I, I couldn't. It was too hard. Like, my tongue doesn't. That's what she said. Okay. My tongue doesn't move like that to make that noise. That's what he said. Okay. <laughs> This is why he found it so funny and probably my my favorite moment of the show. Your his favorite moment. My my cool. favorite moment including you yes. of the season. Yes. Oh my god. What of the what is your favorite moment of including me 
For the show. For the entire show? Yeah. There's a few of them. One of my all-time favorites came in the first season when we talked about how, why is it every time you go into a fast food restaurant, everything is broken? Is that is I want meat the oven broke or stove broke. Is <laughs> I want some fries. Ice cream, broke. Ice cream machine broke. Soda fountain broke. Which by the way, when I went to McDonald's the other day, the machine was quote unquote broke. And at the end of the end of the sketch, <clears throat> I gotta go to the bathroom and I just let out a demon and I try to flush the <laughs> toilet and I'm like, oh crap. And then you hear Toilet broke. <laughs> Okay, is that the only one? No, there's a few of them, but I can't think of them all right now. Uvula is one of them. Uvula is one of them. It's one of my favorite sketches with you in it. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to play that now. Okay. For anybody that missed it. Well, I can't buy it. Uh Uh-huh, exactly. (laughs) Happy sixth anniversary of Buttface. Happy sixth anniversary, booty. Oh, that was lame. Here's this. And now a message from the National Uvula Association. Hello, I'm Amanda Blow, president of the National Uvula Association. We here at the NEA would like to personally thank Cardi B and Megan the Stallion for their incredibly generous contribution to the uvula industry. You know, for years we have seen consistent dip in the interest of uvulas. In fact, Nobody really cared at all. Like, at all. People didn't even know what the hell that thing was, even though I've got a uvula, you've got a uvula, all God's children have a uvula. But now, thanks to the great Cardi B, everyone is curious about that little dangly thing that's swinging in the back of their throats. Now, even though this press is fantastic, we here at the National Uvula Association do not encourage you find ways to touch the uvula. If you are into oral sex, we would insist that you don't try to choke yourself. There's nothing more humiliating than your cause of death being pee-pee. Also, if you're having snoring issues and you feel that extracting your uvula will help, then fuck you. Leave it alone and walk away, you big baby. Anyway, we just wanted to say thank you, and we hope that you take your newfound respect and curiosity of your uvula in the right direction. Who knows? You could be the next president of the NEA. From all of us here in the National Uvula Association, we say, blah, 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 I can't. Goodbye. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. We're still trying to come down from Poopapalooza <laughs> at, uh, at the pharmacy. Poopapalooza at the pharmacy. That's what we're officially calling it now. <laughs> that was the first big concert that's happened this year. It was Poopapalooza. Why does the bag that you all had, like an employee, clean that up? Yeah. They don't make enough of that. See, that's what I'm saying. Like. I, I could never go into customer service. Like I will, ne- I will not clean up other people's feces. I barely want. I would have. I would have been like, I'm sorry, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> I've had to do it before. Exactly, <laughs> and you co- still come home with a smile on your face. She she said she's had to do it before, and she still comes home happy. I'm like, you're a different breed of person. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do that. I. I it's, you know it's a, why I had to do it? Why? Because somebody tried to steal something and they shoved the plastic parts down the toilet. 
This is why I don't want to work in customer service. Screw people. I hate people. Nope, I just wouldn't. Nope, I am not cleaning up somebody's bathroom explosion. It, no. It normally doesn't happen that often. Oh, it doesn't happen that often. Well, ain't that about it. I'm certainly glad it doesn't happen that often for you. God in heaven. Now, if you one time, order, one time is one enough. time is all it would take. Do you hear me? I'm pretty lucky that I don't have to. I don't yeah. have to clean up stuff like that. We you, do have to take out all the trash, you, but we are not responsible. For you that. gotta pull out. You gotta pull out poop or shrimp, so your life still deals with doo doo. <laughs> somehow, it's completely different, though. It's still doo doo. What were you saying? Uh, no, no, that's true. I have to agree. Pork. That, that that those are two very different things. I mean, it's still doo doo, in my opinion. Depending on the community that you service, sometimes it happens more often if you are an elderly service community. I feel like even the elderly can hold it together better than people with just explosions. No, because they all wear diapers and they think their diapers just holding it and it's not. <laughs> Why are people so gross? <laughs> no! They, they need to go uh, work with porks and carry their diapers through the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they, they have to carry it themselves through the kitchen, but pork would let them back there to carry it through. Carry it. Ask no questions about it. <laughs> I'm so glad I wasn't there that day. <laughs> That's Why? You would be the perfect person to be there. If I had to carry poop pants, I would want you around because there would be no questions asked. I'd just be walking around, around <laughs> swinging my poop pants for the air. Here, you like something. Usually, when something really eventful like that happens, I'm just like, this is my job. Yeah, and that's it. This is this is his life. This is where yeah. he's at in society. But I don't have to clean the bathroom. Yeah, no, I was gonna say no. At the, the end worst of the day, definitely goes to Baby J. At the, I mean, I didn't have to. Well, now, well, Baby J didn't she have to clean it. Didn't have to clean it up. Somebody she knew did, and she also had to smell it. She had to. She had to smell. I, did, I the didn't death have to bathroom. see it and smell it, which was quite. But to be fair, we any one of us could fall into that situation. We could have to walk in, see it, smell it identify it, maybe taste it just for fun, and then leave. <laughs> maybe not do that. <laughs> just, to get, just to see what's going on. And we've lost Sheila, because I think I made her vomit. I'm trying to hold it in. I'm trying to hold it in. Well, and then that's, that's when I start having panic attacks, and it's like, I got, the, I got to get the mofo out of here. I can't stay here if people are going to carry their dirty pants <laughs> through the dining area into the kitchen. There, that's a problem. You know, I'm curious. He's carrying his pants. What was he wearing? Billy Bob? Yeah. His pants. His pants. He's a man, though, because that is what someone should do who just pooped themselves. <laughs> oh, so he's going to take away the barrier between their yeah. pants and their butt. <laughs> He pooped his underwear, yeah, but then he went commando on his pants, so then his poor pants had to suffer dirty butt. <laughs> dirty butt. And it's not worth it. <laughs> he should have just went and home. Now and now he's, he's in jail. prison because he's but stupid. He's innocent, so according, he to pork, according to Pork, he's innocent. Um, because that's what he said. It was a trumped-up charge, no pun intended. But... Uh, no. I, mean, I don't really know how I can like get the truth other than from 
other than what I'm learning from Big Dookie. See, that's not necessarily a reliable source. And see, that's another thing. Like that's that's your source. Yeah, that's your source is Big Dookie. I don't look at him as being the most trustworthy human being. What what do you want me to do exactly to go to find out the truth? Go, <laughs> He's go, the only person who has like a. You have a journalism degree. Go talk to his mother, mm-hmm. Billy Bob's mother, no. or go no. to the prison where Billy Bob is at. Get no. his side of the story, and call it a day. And in that way, well, in prison, Freddy, he can't go to the prison. Mm. I see. No, so was Bi- so way. is Billy Bob, but he has the ultimate weapon to combat any of that. What's that? Uh, insane diarrhea. <laughs> he has to. He has to give up on his on his. Uh, <laughs> what would you call it? on his careless lifestyle now since he had. Open heart surgery, though. So. <laughs> Open heart surgery. Yeah, it's actually pretty hilarious. Uh, what happened? No, it, yeah, it's not really hilarious. It was the funniest thing. It was the funniest thing I'd ever heard. So he got a staph infection while he was in prison, and they thought they got it taken care of, but they didn't, and it got worse, and he ended up having to have open heart surgery because of it. <laughs> you have a sick sense But it's Billy Bob. That's the thing. Still human. It, it would be it'd be like it'd be funny if like you're just a fireman got run over by a fire truck like that's that's like I would love that see Sheila laughed that would be great <laughs> Sheila right? you're encouraging it see it's funny as hell <laughs> if you're just a fireman if you're just a fireman got hit by a fire truck that'd be the greatest thing you can't kill me I, you're just a fireman <laughs> Hey, this is Michael Carbonaro from the Carbonaro Effect, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Well, this is kind of against my better judgment, but I did have a favorite moment with this gentleman, and so therefore he is here with us now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the one and only, our very own Orson Welles. Hello, Mr. Welles. Hello, I'm Orson Welles. I just said that. What? Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Uh-huh, yeah, and you walk away, and then, oh, and then what, what the, the hell? hell? You need, need the money. money. I know, we, we go through this every time. Why do we have to... Be calm. Be calm. It's all fine. Mr. Wells, it's always good to see you. Nothing is more important than the simple act of people getting together. Absolutely. Well, you had many wonderful moments this season uh, that made us all laugh. Uh, and, and then there was one that was very important to me because, you know, you sort of saved my life. Uh, of course, for those of you who don't know, Mr. Wells found out what the apocalypse's plan was, and he was the one that informed me of what he was going to do, and then I was able to stop the apocalypse. So I want to once and for all thank you, Mr. Wells, for, for saving my life. I wouldn't be here without you. Rosebud frozen peas, full of country goodness and green penis. Okay. Well, let's talk I about my favorite segment with you this you season. It. it all took place in March when you got together with some other deceased celebrities. Good. and I, I didn't say anything. I was just talking about... Now look, the... I, I'm not used to having more than one person in there. One more word out of you and you go. Is that clear? Well, I didn't say anything directly to you. I was I was just talking about, you know, my, my favorite moment with you this season. And it took place... I take, I take directions from one person under protest. But from two, I don't sit still. But who the hell are you, anyway? Come on, Mr. Wells. Let's not get into this right now. Let's not let's not make this bad. It was going fine. There's no reason to ruin this. This is a very wearying one. It's unpleasant, unrewarding. Listen, I don't know who you think you're talking to, but... Now, it, what I... is it you want? 
Dorothy? In your depths of your ignorance, what is it you want? That's it. That's it. Why do I even try with you? I gave you life, Mr. Wells. I gave you life. You were dead for 30 years and for the last six years, more than yet, eight years with Smells Like 90s Rock combined. I brought you back and made people know who you were. But you can't be nice, can you? Now you gotta say all this shit and think it's all just fine. Whatever, that's fine. Here's here's my favorite moment with you. It's when you got together with other deceased celebrities. Casey Kasem, Alex Trebek, and you had a little conversation. I thought it was funny, and here it is. You fuck! This is a lot of shit, you know that. Oh, shut up! You want one more? He's right. Isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do? Jeez, I thought we were almost finished. Good. Golly, Miss Molly. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Who the hell are you, anyway? Hi, this is Casey Kasem. Well, why the hell are you asking me for another one? <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions, and then you gotta go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Jesus. I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. This is a lot of shit, you know that. Shit. Shit. Oh, fuck. I'm not gonna say all that shit. No, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Alabama. Now, what is it you want? In your depths of your ignorance, what is it you want? I want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo and I gotta talk about a fucking dog dying. Fuck it. Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July and I'll go down on you. Hey, what the fuck am I doing? Oh, fuck it. You dumb son of a bitch. You don't watch it 24 hours a day. Bullshit. Who the hell are you anyway? Alex Trebek. There's a daily cash prize of $1,000 and fuck. Uh, look, I, I'm not used to having more than one person in there. One more word out of you and you go. Is that clear? I take, well, I take directions from one person under protest. But from two, I don't sit still, but... No shit. What? She drank the poison that Captain Hook intended for Peter Pan. The fuck does that mean? Tinkerbell! God damn. Come on, fellas, you're losing your heads. I wouldn't direct any living actor like this in Shakespeare. When you do this, it's impossible. Rihanna on Star 102.1. Good morning. On this side, what well, beautiful Sunday morning. Listen to me, but if I've not looked outside, f*** you. Oh, don't drag me into this. Halloween is just around the corner. It's this week, isn't it? It's coming up on Wednesday, and, uh... <laughs> no, it's not. Turn it off! Katy Perry coming at you. Uh, 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 uh. I am not deceased. Nor have I allowed you to use this audio. Stop it! If you've never many ah, oh. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Shut it down! Star 102.1. If you don't if you have a seven, Star 102.1, your number one hit music Oh sorry, I'm not even on the air. Turn it off! There's another chance. F you. Smoking hot podcast. 
You know, normally I don't do one of these for myself. Usually I just do it for the other Toddcast team members because they're the real talent. I just come on here and do stupid crap every once in a while. But I have to admit, there was one incident that happened this season that I thoroughly enjoyed, and I think I would I would definitely call it my favorite moment of season seven. That's when I uh, killed the apocalypse. That's right. The apocalypse was torturing us. He tortured us for the entire first half of this season, thinking he could take us down with the coronavirus, which he did. He tried to take down me and Miss Pingrino by actually giving us the coronavirus. And then with Trump's nonstop insanity, he almost had us in his grasp, but we beat all the elements. And by December of 2020, he realized that we were beating all the elements. And so he was desperate. He was desperate to try to hold on to power. So in the end, he came to me to try to apologize and try to work things out, but I wasn't having it. And here's what happened. Hi. Hello, Apocalypse. Can I come in? Sure. Hot toddy, I got a confession to make. Go ahead. For the last couple of months, I've been trying to kill you. Oh my, wow, that's crazy. This is brand new information. Yeah, I want to complete control of the show. So I've been trying to get rid of you. The murder hornets, teams the cat, the poison turkey, the bomb gift, and of course, the coronavirus. I tried to use all of them methods to kill you, but you're too resilient. You were too strong. And with you surviving COVID and Trump losing the election, everyone lost their respect for me. The world is slowly healing. I no longer have power, and that's why I wanted that vote. I wanted to prove that I still had something to give, but I don't. I've lost it, Hot Toddy. Well, it's all right, Apocalypse. You don't have to feel bad about trying to kill me. Listen, sit tight, have a drink, and relax. I'll put on some music. Hey, Apocalypse, you like Huey Lewis in the news? Uh, yeah, they're okay. Their early work was a little too new wave for my taste, but when sports came out in 83, I think they really came into their own, commercially and artistically. The whole album has a clear, crisp sound and a new sheen of consummate professionalism that really gives the songs a big boost. He's been compared to Elvis Costello, but I think Huey has a far more bitter, sensical sense of humor. Hey, Hot Toddy? Yes, Apocalypse? Why are there copies of Trump's economic plan all over the place? Do you have a dog? A little chow or something? No, Apocalypse. Is that a raincoat? (laughs) Yes, it is! In 87, Huey released this for their most accomplished album. I think their undisputed masterpiece is Hip To Be Square, a song so catchy most people probably don't listen to the lyrics. But they should, because it's not just about the pleasures of conformity and the importance of trends, it's also a personal statement about the band itself. Hey, Apocalypse! Yeah? Uh Uh-oh. Ah! 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 Try taking over my show now, you fucking stupid bastard! Memories. Good times, good times. Well, the apocalypse is no more, and hopefully we never have to put up with a villain like that again. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Podcast. 
And just like that, season seven comes to an end. And like I said at the top of the show, it has it has gone way too fast. We started out kind of crazy what with the apocalypse being in charge. And then, well, of course, we took care of that problem. And then everything was just hunky-dory as it always was in the second half of the season. We had a lot of fun, and I hope you've enjoyed as well. And of course, while we're wrapping up season seven, let's not forget that we've also had six previous seasons, and we've been on the air in full for six years now. And it's been incredible and I'm looking forward to many, many more years. Thank you. It all comes down to you. You are the reason why we continue to do this show. So thank you to all of you who show your support for all of us here on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. We can't appreciate it enough. And here's to many, many more years of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. And we'll be back in September with an all-new episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast, September 2nd, to be exact, right after Labor Day, if I'm not mistaken. Or would it be right during, right before Labor Day? I'm not sure. I guess right before Labor Day. Regardless, it's September 2nd. So we'll be back September 2nd with an all-new episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. But that doesn't mean we're not going to still hang out. We will have special live episodes of the Smoking Hot Toddcast throughout the summer, so be on the lookout for those. And of course, with the birth of Super Fuzz Productions, we will have tons of content on the Super Fuzz Productions YouTube page. You can go check it out there. All new episodes throughout the summer of Get Real, Let Me Tell You, Played Out, Stump Hot Toddy, Just the Dumbest. It's going to be a lot of fun. So just because this season is wrapping up doesn't mean we're not going to be around. And regardless, an all-new season of the Smoking Hot Toddcast will be back on September 2nd. Until then, you can follow me on all social media at Smoking Hot Toddy on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Toddy comma hot on Instagram. Make sure you follow the Hot Toddy page on Mixcloud, as well as the Smoking Hot Toddcast pages on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the all-new Quad Pod site. It's a brand new site for podcasters, and we are thrilled to be a part of it. You can check us out there as well. Make sure you follow Superfuss Productions on YouTube. Click the bell so you get all the notifications. Like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. And you can also follow Superfuzz on Twitter at Superfuzz Videos. You can also follow some of the Toddcast team members on social media. We'll begin with Twitter, Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawk, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at The Miranda Joe. On Instagram, Miss Pingrino at Janelle Marino, Sheila at Sheila Hawkins, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at Miranda Panda Joe. And on TikTok, Miss Pingrino at Baby J. 0831 Doc Summit at Kev Summit and Miranda and Miranda Panda Joe thanks for joining us on our 6th anniversary special we had a lot of fun looking back at some of our best moments from this season and as always a huge thank you to everyone who works here on the Smoking Hot Toddcast they don't have to do this for me but the fact that they do warms my heart they are my best 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 friends and I love them to death so thank you to everybody on the Smoking Hot Toddcast and that's gonna wrap things up we'll see you next season Hot Toddy we are being hailed. Hailed? Yes. It's from an unknown source. Ollie, being hailed is not really a thing. It's... What are you talking... It's a very important message for you. Top priority. You may already be a winner. On screen. Hello, Hot Toddy. Wait. You're not a million dollars? No, it is I, the Apocalypse. No, it... It can't be. It is. I'm back and bigger than ever. Is that a penis joke? No. Wait. Yes. Noise. 
How can you be back? I killed you! This can't be! Yes, Hot Toddy, it is true. You did, in fact, destroy me. Is that a sex joke? D.A., shut up! While I was done for after our last encounter, plenty of hatred and stupidity ran rampant through the world. With the insurrection that the government will do nothing about, mass shootings coming back in a big way, and the stupid people that bought up all the gas. I have been rejuvenated, stronger and more powerful than ever before. I no longer need the coronavirus and Trump's nonsense to sustain me. Humanity has proven that it will crumble on its own, and that is more than enough to accelerate my power. So prepare yourself, Hot Toddy. You and the Toddcast team will be the first to suffer. Oh my God. What are we going to do? A supernatural entity has returned to destroy us, and while we have the ability to fight him, we could prove powerless to his unknown strength. Also, we're talking to him on a view screen that Ollie patched him through. It's just like an episode of... Star Trek. 